Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Jennifer and Shawnee face off, and Tammy has to answer to her daughters. You're watching the Basketball Wives LA After Show. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz We're back. We're back for another week. Yes, drop that sound effect. I love that. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing wonderful. I am your host or co-host, I'll say. I am Brianna Cheyenne. And who may you, are you? I'm a Daisy. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) So you are tuned in to Basketball Wives LA, Season 8, Episode 2. Yes. And I have to say that it seems like everybody's family is going through something today. It's a big family therapy session that we got this episode. I can't wait to get through it. Yeah. So what are your overall thoughts so far? I think we're at the beginning of a breakthrough. With who? um, With everyone. Okay. I feel like everyone's at odds. And, um, you know, we have a long season to go. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure this is not going to last very long. But it's nice that early on in the season we're seeing some conversations being had, some long-awaited conversations. Absolutely. And one conversation that is very long-awaited is the one with Cece and the rest of the Scott family. And Malaysia being... Malaysia always wants to be the peacemaker. She brings London, um, Byron's daughter, and Cece and Kristen. And London had this personal issue with um, Cece because she worked as her personal assistant and all that. And I don't know. I At first it was kind of rocky, um, but I guess towards the end, there was some progress being made. What did you think about the whole sit down in the first place? Well, like Cece, I didn't expect London to be there because we don't know London. This is our first time being um, introduced into the show. Mm-hmm. And she has her own set of issues that she's bringing into the situation. So I was a little bit nervous because it's like Kristen and Cece are finally going to come to a head and figure things out. But then now we're throwing in this extra factor. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't sure how that was going to play out. Um, and it's kind of interesting because Cece's going to be her stepmom, and they look similar in age. You yes. know, it's just an interesting dynamic. But it ended up ending semi peacefully. I think they just, you know, came to not a resolution, but maybe to a, like a stalemate. I would say something mm-hmm. calm. So. Yeah, I think it definitely would have been better if Cece and London handled whatever issue they had first. Or at least Cece and Kristen handled their issue first, so it wasn't so much two-on-one. Yes. Um, I did feel a little bad for Cece because, but it seems like, I don't know, seeing London's side, it kind of gives me a different perspective. Because at first, we were all kind of like, well, you know, Kristen's the issue, Kristen's the issue. But then seeing that somebody else in the family has a similar issue with Cece, it's kind of like, okay, maybe, maybe Cece is a little bit off. Right. Like like Cece said, she's not perfect. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I feel like she's coming into a very tight-knit family. 
um, and a very protective family. Like, they're very protective over Byron, it seems. Yes. Because they they even speak about her still like she's an outsider. Like, this is someone that we love. This is who he chooses to marry. As if, like, they're family. Like, Cece's mm-hmm. your family, but they still treat her like she's just a, like a newcomer. Like, she's going to be here, and she might not be here for a while. But they're yeah. getting married, so she, they're expecting Cece to be there for a while. So, yeah. I don't know. I think there's a lot more issues in that family that we can obviously see on television. Yeah, and it sucks because it's so hard to draw conclusions when you don't get to be in the house seeing everyday interactions and stuff like that. I am kind of surprised a little bit that Malaysia isn't as biased as she... Like, she's very... She's trying to be very unbiased, Switzerland, with this situation, and... Malaysia is very protective when it comes on to her family. She does not play. So I am kind of surprised that she's not more team Kristen. But I guess it is her getting older and more mature. There's, Like she said in the episode, wouldn't it be nice if there wasn't a team Kristen and team Cece? And, you know, I I would agree that would make an easier life for everybody. Yeah, I think at this point, Malaysia sees both sides. And it's easy for her to see both sides because she's not married to any of them. Right. She's not in any marriage. She doesn't live with them. She doesn't really probably have to interact with them the way they have to interact with each other. You have mm-hmm. grandparents and in-laws and all of this. It's a lot more complicated outside of Malaysia. And I think she probably, you know, you would think she's team Kristen, but I think she has a little bit of a soft spot for Cece, which allows her to be a little more fair. Mm -hmm. And she's friends and family with both of them. So it's it's better for her to stay directly in the middle so that she's not pulled to one side or the other, and then she could help them get back together. I think we can both agree, though, that it was kind of messed up for Cece to tell Evelyn how Byron was feeling about Kristen and for Evelyn to tell because that is a harsh way to hear something like that that's so personal and like she said Cece doesn't even mess with Evelyn like that right they did come the blows last season Mm -hmm. and at this point it's like Cece feels I can't talk to Kristen and I can't talk I'm, I'm sure Malaysia I'm talking Malaysia's head off about this stuff maybe she just felt like she could just vent to a neutral party Mm-hmm. Not even really thinking that Evelyn might bring that bone back in not exactly. a, a positive way. And, you know, Evelyn didn't really, like, twist it. She told it like it was. It, yeah. just, it just doesn't seem right coming from Evelyn. Exactly. So exactly. That was bad on Cece's part, in my opinion. Whew. We got heavy already. Yeah. And we're only in, like, the first couple minutes. Right. So we're going to take a quick break from all this heaviness. And Miss Adese here has a special announcement to all of our viewers. We just want to thank you again and again for tuning in with us and making AfterBuzz the ESPN of TV Talk. If you're tuning in on YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe. Let us know how you felt about the episode and what we're talking about up here. And if you're listening on iTunes, please give us five stars. We really appreciate you tuning in every week, and we hope to see you every single week. All right. So... Jumping right back into it. Yes. Miss Tammy Roman. Oh, Tammy. She's so funny. Tammy (laughs) is very funny. Her daughters are just like her. Yes. It's amazing. You know, it's so nice to see Tammy show her soft side. And literally the only way of seeing that is through her daughters. And you kind of got to see her get emotional when she was talking to her daughters because they are not too happy with their mom right now after she ran off and eloped with Reggie. They had no idea. Right. And I was very surprised because Tammy is very close with her daughters. Right. What do you think about the whole situation? That was a surprise to me that she eloped without her daughters. I feel yeah. like there's a, 
different ways to elope. I guess you can elope with a very tight-knit family and not let everyone else know. Or you can just elope with just you and your husband or husband and the wife. Mm -hmm. And I was very shocked. Like you said, they're a really tight-knit family. And we saw last season that Lyric had a little bit of uh, an issue with Reggie. And they finally got over that. So wouldn't it have been nice for Tammy to include Lyric and, of course, Jazz into the wedding and, Mm -hmm. like, you know, really... Uh, what's the word? Really consummate their love, like consummate that that the wedding. So, I, I, not with the girls, but you know, yeah. But like, just like just having like <laughs> that union, the union there, and, and making yeah. it official, mm-hmm. and having the whole family there, and making it a good moment for everyone. But Tammy said she had her reasons. I don't think there were good reasons. I don't think so either because there wasn't really any clear understanding. Yeah. Because what she say? All she said was, you guys weren't around for me to talk to or yeah, something. Yeah, but you're getting married. I think Lyric brought it up. You're getting married. Like, yeah. this is, like, not any small thing. Like, mm-hmm. you're not going to Paris for two months or something. Like, you're right. getting married. This is the beginning of a new part of your life. What could be a good reason for not including us? And you made a really good point when you brought up um, Reggie and Lyric's past issues because in this episode we saw Reggie take on more of the blame and he said, you know, don't be mad at her, it's my fault. And that's kind of a big deal because I'm sure he's his relationship with Lyric isn't peaches and cream yet. Um, and I'm sure that probably added a little bit more salt to the wound. Right. But it takes two people to elope. Right. And so it would be kind of wrong if they were squarely only mad at Reggie. Yeah, I think he was just being a man and Mm -hmm. doing that for Tammy. I think so, too. If it was, say it was my situation, it was my mother and her fiancé, and he said that, I would just be like, this is Reggie being Reggie. Of course, they know Reggie at this point, that he's going to do that for Tammy. But at the end of the day, those are Tammy's kids. Exactly. So not a single person could keep Tammy's kids out of their wedding, but Tammy. Mm -hmm. So we know. But I just think he wanted to soften the blow, you know, take it easy on mom. But, you know, I mean, he just shows how much he's a sweet guy. He's he's really a nice guy. Yeah, I'm happy his for intentions Tammy. were good. Me, yeah. me too. I'm very... Congratulations again congratulations, to you. Congratulations, Tammy. Yeah. So I need to know, what would you do in that situation if your mom ran off and eloped and then she came to you kind of emotional and sad and, you know, apologetic in a way? What would it take for her for you to forgive her? Um, it will take nothing because <laughs> me and my mom are so close mm-hmm. and I would also be really heartbroken. Like I'm sure Lyric and Jazz have been going through this already with Tammy and like, you know, of course the recording. So I'm sure they had that moment where they were like, how could you? Mm-hmm. I would be heartbroken if it was my mom. But if she was just like, listen, this was my reason. And me and you and I were just not in a good place and we just went and did it. Seeing my mom with puppy eyes, I wouldn't be mad much longer. Very I mean, what true. can you do? They're married at this point. All you have to do is moving forward. Like, mom, let's be honest with each other. Let's be open with each other. If there's any issue, let's not spend too much time apart. You know, like mm-hmm. making sure the future is, is better. I think that's what would happen with us. Yeah. How about you? Um, I don't know. My mom is literally my best friend. Yeah. And so it's really hard to even imagine my mom going out and doing something like that with even asking me what I think about it. Right. But I guess if I was in the situation, it would take I, I would def I would look at her a little different because I would be afraid of like, wow, you you just like pushed me away. Like we were so close and now it just took a little influence from your fiance to say, you know, Brianna will be fine and then you went ahead and did your thing. I don't know. I would I would be salty, but you only have one mom. Right. 
Um, and a moment like that where she's really in love and you can see how happy she is and how good both of their intentions are, I think it's something that I could look past eventually. But you can't stay mad for too long. Yeah, yeah. but if I ever come home and I ask her, Mommy, can I have this? And she says no. Oh, oh Bring it back up. What? Um. Oh. Remember when you didn't invite me well, to your wedding? Thank you. <laughs> Got a whole dress that I was going to be a bridesmaid, and I didn't even get an invitation. Right. Let me hold $20. Am I Kristen now? <laughs> like, what is going on? Yeah. Um, so, now that Tammy has things squared away with her daughters, Jennifer is kind of sort She's not even trying to square anything away, but she finally is in a setting where she's with everybody, and Shawnee and uh, Jackie... Evelyn, Kristen, they're all there. Right. And it gets very awkward very quickly. And I don't know what Jennifer thought was going to happen in this situation, but they called her out. They did. They did not hesitate. And I don't know, what if you were Jennifer in a position like that when you're coming, basically walking into the lion's den, how would you present yourself? Would you come humble or would you come, like, ready for war? I think Jen came in exactly how Jen always comes in, Mm -hmm. Um, head high. Yeah. It might be false, but head high, just ready to face it. She knows, like, there's no secret. She knows who she has an issue with and who she is kind of cool, and then she knows who's kind of playing in the middle. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was kind of weird for me because she said that she wasn't going to come, and then she came. Yeah. But that's typical Jen, right, coming at the very end of everything. So, I mean, I would come in just like how Jen came in, but she had to know, like, this was going to be it. And if you have, like, four people versus you, you have to come in with your with your vest on, your bulletproof vest. Like, yeah. you know, ready for war. Because especially when you have someone like Evelyn on the other side, her alone is enough to cause you some grief. So now you have a, a mad Shawnee. Yeah. An, so so Kristen, you know, it was, Kristen's kind of just like Switzerland. Actually, she's the Switzerland. In this I situation. would I would call Kristen Switzerland if if but Switzerland doesn't go back and forth the way Kristen does. If if ja- uh, Jackie's more Switzerland, she stays directly yeah, she in is. the middle. Yeah. Kristen plays both sides sometimes. Like you can't be having a little chit chat with Jen and then letting her talk the crap about Shaq. And then now that but it blows up with Shawnee, you're at the mm-hmm. nail salon, you're like, how could you say that about Shaq and then come to her kid? Like, come on, Kristen. I think I think Kristen was more frustrated, though, when they were at the nail salon because Jennifer straight up said, I'm not apologizing. Right. And I think that it was it showed the fact that she had no remorse for the way things played out. Mm-hmm. I think that's when Kristen was like, okay, look, yeah. you were dead wrong. Yeah. And at that time, Kristen was finally being a true friend because you can't be friends. You can't call someone a friend if you can't call them out on their stuff. Right, right. And Jen has a really big issue with accountability. Yes. Huge. Even when she's being faced, now we're at the little crystal party, mm-hmm. she's being faced by everyone. Like, you said X, Y, and Z. And Jen still is denying what she said to Shawnee's. And I think that she said it. I, I think mean, she it was said so it specific in, in the things that she said. And to say that you raised Shawnee's, which she did, you yeah. know, they were friends for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And to say how much you love that girl, she's old enough where you can call her and be like, I don't know what's going on. I spoke to your mother, but I want you to hear it from me that I would never say anything about that. Right. A guilty person acts a certain way, and she probably didn't even want to confront Shawnee. So I believe that she said it, and she's still not holding herself accountable. Mm-hmm. And she should have right then and there apologized about what she said with Shaq. Right or wrong, there are kids involved. And I think it's because. Jen is not a mother. 
Yes. That maybe she doesn't understand. And I think that's a huge part of why she takes things as far as she does sometimes. Right. Like, you don't understand how things affect children. Mm-hmm. Evelyn's child, now Shawnee's kids. Like, you don't really understand just by talking. It's not just gossip anymore when you involve the kids, you know? So I don't yeah. think she understands the gravity of Definitely how much she not. did. And the thing is, what makes it worse is that she keeps on bringing up the passing of her mother. And her mother passed three years ago. And it's never you can never grieve for too long. Right. You know, everyone grieves in their own way. Evelyn acknowledged that, especially when it's a parent. Yes. You're never prepared <clears throat> for that. And but But at the same time, though... Evelyn hit it on the head. Like, your mother passed, so that gives you the right to be an asshole. And it's and it's true. Right. As though you want to have sympathy for a person, the malice that Jennifer has and the things that she does and the way she acts, it's like, no, it's it's deeper than your mother's passing. Right. For me, I'm I'm on the fence about it because I don't want again, Jen has a she has an accountability issue. Mm-hmm. So I don't want Jen to use other things like her mother's passing to excuse her yeah. out of the things that she's done. But at the same time, like you said, there's no timing on grieving, right. and it does change people, and there, no one has a right to say how it's going to change you. So I would have accepted from Jen for her to say, listen, ever since my mom passed, and then, of course, after my divorce with Eric, you know, like just yeah. make it a full thing, I have been different. Mm-hmm. And I have said X, Y, and Z. And I want to apologize. I wouldn't harp on, you know, the mother thing because then where you're trying to invoke sympathy, you're pushing people away because no one knows Jen like Evelyn. Exactly. And that's why Evelyn wasn't having it. She's mm-hmm. not trying to be insensitive because she, I mean, when Jen went through it, I'm sure Evelyn was right there I'm with sure. her. So if you can't BS uh, Evelyn. Right. So, I mean, you, you bring you bring up that you have a true issue. I really think that Jen is really suffering. I do. I think because so too. she's a different Jen than what we know from she the beginning. She was so passive before. So you couldn't get Jen to raise her voice past a level three. She would just laugh. Right. And or say nothing. Yeah, or just say nothing. She was Evelyn a would be the one, like, just going ham, and Jennifer would just be cool in, like. They were literally opposites of each other, yeah. and it worked. And, and it worked perfectly. And now Jen is, like, a, a whole, like, she's nasty. Yeah. So I think Jen really needs some real help not like the tv therapy that she did a little bit i mean some real help and Mm -hmm. at least she's acknowledging that it changed her i think that's a big step for jen i think it's easy to say it and make an excuse but until there's an action behind those words it doesn't mean anything i agree because i can sit up here all day because here's the thing she also in the previews for next episode she mentions i went through this divorce my 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 father she doesn't have a good relationship with her father all these things and we've all been through some type of heartbreak i personally don't have a relationship with my father and i've taken steps to help myself get past that right and so it's like nothing matters until you take the action to better yourself right and jennifer is too old to be behaving the way she is like a mean girl right especially when she had a public marriage herself and i'm sure eric wasn't the most faithful absolutely i just feel like it's it's really peculiar for the girls to go at each other about their baby daddies and their husbands especially when they're all basketball wives or basketball like sport related Mm -hmm. when they've probably all been through the same exact thing yeah i think that's so peculiar for jen to be so for like so outright disrespectful mm-hmm. to someone else's baby daddy mm-hmm. or husband or whomever when we literally saw Eric disrespect her in the worst way on yeah. this show. I it baffles me. 
But I think this is a good moment for Jed. I think Shawnee has a soft heart. Because Shawnee Shawnee's is so heart is mad gold. at Jed. But just to see her break down, I don't think I want to be able to see anyone break down in front of me like that either. I still have my reserves, of course, but mm-hmm. she's literally sitting on the floor alone. That broke that broke my heart because it's it was genuine that she broke down. Yeah. I think now it's the problem's not over, but maybe Jen and Shawnee can have a real conversation and Jen can just be like, I'm sorry. You mm-hmm. may never trust me again, but if I say nothing else, I'm sorry. That's what I need from Jen. I think it's important to have that conversation as well. Um I think it's also important for Shawnee to set very clear boundaries when it comes on to Jennifer. Like, we're not going to kiki. You're not going to pop up for my birthday. We're not doing all that stuff we used to do. But we can be cordial, you know, until you make changes within yourself and show me that it's worth it. Right. What do you... How did you feel about um, Evelyn's comment when she talked about Jennifer's mom, how she would be rolling in her grave if uh, to hear Jennifer uh, speaking of her passing like that? That was a really low blow. You think so? Even for, listen, like, Evelyn, we know Evelyn, so we know she has a sharp tongue. Mm-hmm. And I get it. They were really best friends, and now they're ex-friends. So it might look like you're not crossing any boundaries because that's, like, your enemy. But there is a boundary that you cannot cross. And the innocent party here is Jen's mom. Um, yeah, Jen's mom. Mm-hmm. So uh, she shouldn't have even brought that up. I get what she was trying to say. Mm-hmm. Stop using your, your you know, mom. your late mother as an excuse. You're disrespecting her. Mm-hmm. Keep it right there. The you gotta remember she's. But you gotta remember Evelyn's from, from New York. Bronx, okay, like, like this some East Coast stuff. Like I'm, I'm from the East Coast. Like, you're from the, I'm East, from Coast. the East Coast. So I know it. So you I know. New York, so I when know we it. start, it's that's off. It. That's it. But it's still like that's what I'm saying. So I'm like you know I I know Evelyn, mm-hmm. but again I wouldn't. In, in New York, if that's fighting words too, that is fight. That, those are fighting words. <laughs> On camera, if Jen Definitely. was like about that life, it probably would have been a different story, you know. So it's like I just feel like that was a low blow for Evelyn. Yeah, I, the fact that you said it's fighting words is true because if the rules were reversed, I could see Evelyn ready to fight Jennifer. If she Done. said that. However, I I do see the meaning behind the comment that she said, um, and I know it wasn't to be malicious, and I know it was in the heat of the moment. I don't. I don't consider it a low blow because I think Evelyn was like, I want you to get it. Yeah. Like, it was like she was verbally trying to shake Jennifer, like, stop it. Like, trying to say whatever she could to make her understand how low her excuses yeah, were. Yeah, but it's just the way you say it. Like, to, you could have done it two ways. Like, Jen... I need you to stop bringing up your mother because at this point, the way you're acting and you're blaming it on your mother is disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Like, she's probably rolling in her grave right now. And Jen... Okay, it's the anger then. It's the you, tone. You can hear it's Evelyn's the tone. tone. Mm-hmm. Jen, you bring up your mother, that's no excuse for you to be an asshole. Your mother's probably rolling in her grave right now. You see how so that's it's different? So it's the tone... Oh, oh, yeah, okay. It was I see. bad. I see. Yeah, but it's it hard to bad. control it when you're angry, though. True. Yeah, so I and I looks like Jen got upset, like me, Jen, yeah. upset. It so broke her. It broke her. It would have hurt me too, especially coming from someone like Evelyn, like who knew yeah. what was what she was going through. So, so speaking of Miss Evelyn Lazada, yes, we have some news and gossip, some juicy news and gossip. After Buzz mm, news. my favorite noise. So hit him with the news and gossip, girl. So before we get to Miss Evelyn, Miss mm-hmm. Conversation Piece, who is not here today, she ran into Tammy Roman on the BET blue carpet nice. this weekend, and this is what Tammy had to say. 
Uh, I'm going to be in and out in five minutes or less. I will not be a part of any drama or <laughs> this shenanigans that they got going on if I don't have to. Uh, so you you may see me, you may not see me, or you'll see me and blink and you miss me. <laughs> yes. I'm That's the truth. Tammy is so funny. And, like, I just... That was very on brand for Tammy. Look how quick that interview was. Yes. She was in and out, and just like she said. Just she like those cameos on the show, in right. and out. Yep. And I think that's really important. You know, we got uh, like maybe 10 seconds of that, but that was really important because mm-hmm. Tammy is a really big staple in this brand, basketball wise. And for her to pull herself back the way she has, that's big. We might not see her next season. Maybe. What but she has we... her own show. She so. does. So she's moving on and out. Yeah. Okay. And uh, for our next segment of News and Gossip, we caught up with Evelyn's interview with The Breakfast Club on Power 105.1, where she got confronted about her comment about Big D Rob Kardashian. Big D Rob. And apparently, that sparked some rumors that maybe her and Rob have had a thing or are having a thing. And Evelyn cleared it up saying that her and Rob are just friends. It's kind of like an ongoing joke between them. Mm -hmm. But she does wish uh, Rob the best. And it seems like he's in the gym, and he's looking good, feeling good, and she acknowledged that he's a good-looking guy. I think Rob is a good-looking guy. She, yeah, she's she actually, like you said, she encouraged the whole gym thing. And, and didn't she say that she would give him a shot maybe in another life? Because, like, age ain't nothing but a number. Right, right. You know Evelyn. Yeah. You know, if it works out for Evelyn, she'll go that for would be, it. That would be a win for Rob. Yes. A huge win. But I think that was a little cool joke between Evelyn and Rob. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think she's seen it, but maybe that. I don't know. <laughs> no comment on the big. <laughs> Big D Rob Kardashian. Big D Robbie. And speaking of Evelyn's love life, um, Page Six, she had an interview with Page Six about Chad Ochocinco. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that was a really interesting interview because she said that she has no malice or any hate in her heart for Chad. Wow. And it was nice to, to hear that and see that because... We saw going through the show, maybe every season, she would break down just a little bit talking yeah. about Chad because the domestic violence Especially issue that they had, season. right, it still affected her. She had, like, a little charity event about it and everything. Mm-hmm. To say that, you know, if they saw each other in passing, that it would be it would be love, yeah. that's really good because it's good to see women who have gone through something like that overcome it. And she said that she left Chad. I'm sure she really loved Chad. Yeah. And she left Chad to be an example for her daughter, to let her know that no matter what, it's unforgivable. Even if it's forgivable, you can't stay. Yeah. And I think that's a really good uh, example for her her grown daughter. So That's amazing. Congratulations to you, Evelyn. Yes. I think you've made strides, and we're really proud of you. Definitely. And yeah. she, it's amazing also that you are continuing a relationship with Chad's daughter. That's phenomenal. Yes. So kudos to you, girl. You are definitely... We love you. A woman to watch out <laughs> for. Thank you very much for the news and gossip, Miss Adele. Oh, you're so welcome. Day. I'll do it again, I promise. Okay, you got to, you got to, you got to. So, moving on, we have a fun little thing. Our game from last week, we're going to bring it back. Yes. And it's Invasion of the Closet Snatchers. Yes. So, I'm going to go let you introduce what we got going on this week. All right, for this week's Invasion of the Closet Snatchers, we have Shawnee versus Jen. Now, we look at Shawnee's look. Shawnee has, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful. I'm trying to put this in the right way. She has a very... You cannot describe someone's outfit at first say I'm not trying to be disrespectful. Scratch that. Because what I was going to say is she has a very grown mom look. Now, when you say a mom look, you know what that entails. Like, very... Mom jeans is what I think. Oh. Shawnee has a very classic grown woman look, okay. usually. Um, she's usually covered up. 
everything looks, you know, tailored and fit. Mm-hmm. And she looks like she can do multiple events. Like, she can go out for a nice dinner and still hit the night out to an event. Definitely. And then, I don't know, show up at a game for Sharif. <laughs> She does. I really like. I'm. Ch- that's what I'm trying to say. I really like her grown woman fashion. And then we have Jen on the other side. And Jen, I'm just gonna come out and say that she's my favorite. I love her fashion. Yeah. She always has a fresh look. She always looks from head to toe. She always looks polished. Um, and again, for a grown woman, she has a, a, a different grown woman style for me. Hmm. You know, she still keeps it a little youthful, but you know, she still dresses her age. So, who would you pick? Well, I'm a sucker for shoulder pads, but that I don't want to choose just based off this one image. But I will, I don't know, this is kind of hard because I kind of consider myself a minimalist with really nice pieces that put together nicely that I can wear anywhere. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's Shawnee's already. So I want to switch it up and say I would snatch Jennifer's closet because Jennifer is really big on labels. Everything is designer. Yes. And who doesn't want a couple designer pieces here and there in their closet? Yes. So, like, this outfit alone, it's simple. But then with the fedora and the yarn coat, I love it. Yeah. I would take Jennifer's closet. And, you know, I'm not really a fan of this this coat. Really? This- you know, I went off of Jen's normal, everyday style. Every season, from head to toe, Jen's hair is always laid. Jen's yeah, outfit's always nice. True. Jen had the beautiful shoe closet. So I was trying to go off of that. If I had to pick, Shawnee's style is 100% my style. I'm mm-hmm. kind of like you. I love a one-piece, less pieces the better. Yeah. All together, put-together outfit, super classic. Mm-hmm. So t- if we were going off these two pictures, Shawnee. But in general, Jen's closet is probably the best yeah. for me in this for the whole cast. Okay. Definitely can agree. Side note, can we please acknowledge Jennifer's new assets to the show? In her confessional. Whoa. I was, we literally looked at each other at the same (laughs) time, and I was like, those are new. Those are new. boobs were huge. And they look good. They look good, but dang, Jennifer. Yeah, you know, I feel, and you know, we don't really know about Jen outside of Basketball Wives, but maybe she's dating... And she wanted to refresh her look and get sexier because, I mean, I haven't even seen Jen in a cutout like that when she had her old boobs. Yeah, me either. She would have something like maybe a V-neck, but everything out. So it's either she had a poppin' bra, the dress complimented her, or she got some work done. Those look new. They don't even look like they were set. They were yeah, they full. They look Fresh. They look like fresh. Fresh picked out the farmer's like a month market. Ago. <laughs> yeah. So, but good for Jenna. I think they look good. Yeah, they she look good, good, Jennifer. Yeah. Don't worry. They look amazing. You look <laughs> yeah, you look good. Everything is looking good. Yes, everyone looks good this season. Yes. So, let's get into some predictions. I want to get into now, some predictions. Mm. Let's get the vibe right. <laughs> okay. Are you ready to announce your position, your predictions? Yes. Okay, go ahead. So I predict that they're going to chill on Jen for now. Okay. They still have to hash out, like this, like I said, the accountability. They have to hash it out and what she said, and I want a full apology from her. Mm-hmm. But I feel like they're going to chill on Jennifer, and then there's going to be some new conflicts that are going to arise. Yeah. And maybe they don't chill on Jennifer, but that puts Jennifer on the back burner. 
So I feel like the right now the tensions with Jen versus everybody is just going to take a backseat for now. Yeah, um, I can see that. I can. Uh, I feel like Jennifer's moment tonight was like a Band-Aid on a gunshot wound. Mm-hmm. So it's a temporary thing. Um, but it will get brought up again because it's only episode two. Right. I predict that Evelyn's new friend, let me see, because I don't want to get it wrong. Phoebe. Phoebe Torres is going to be something to play with. I'm glad you brought her up, though, because we forgot that we introduced a new character into this. Yeah, but I was saving that for mm-hmm. the predictions because she didn't get too much airtime, so there's really so much you can say. Right. But just the fact, one, she's from Brooklyn, and two, anybody that Evelyn Lozada describes as a spitfire is a spitfire right. and then some. She's like an Evelyn Jr. to me. Yeah. I and I, uh, but I don't want that look for her, though. I don't want people to think of her like as a minion. But I, I see her personality already, mm-hmm. and she's not a follower. Yeah. Um, I can see her having an issue with Jennifer because Evelyn still ha- doesn't hasn't resolved her issue with Jennifer. Right. So I can see that blowing up. Too. Yeah, I, I see that for Phoebe too. Like, I'm not, I don't think I'll establish her like as a, when I see Evelyn Jr., I just know Evelyn, it's a, a, like aside from Jen, because Jen and Evelyn were like opposites, but I can mm-hmm. see people who hang out with Evelyn, especially people from New York, yeah. they're gonna have similarities. You Definitely. know, and you can already see it in her, even during the crystal party, you can see on her face mm-hmm. that like if she was involved, what she would say. But I'm glad she said absolutely nothing. Yeah. Um, that just shows her maturity. Like normally friends would jump in for friends, you know, and I'm sure yeah. she knows Jen's story be- through Evelyn, but she just said nothing. So we'll we'll see what happens with Miss Phoebe later on. She, I think she's going to pop off. I just don't know on who. Maybe OG. Oh, OG needs it. OG needs it. I saw in the previews that she, her and Kristen are a long time coming. Yeah. And I'm excited for it because I don't like either of them. So it's like, like they're not my favorite characters on this show. So mm-hmm. I don't know how that's going to come together. But OG, she is a very, what is it, a very low, like she she's a low problem starter. Like you don't think about her first when you think about all the issues on this show. Yeah. But she has been in her own share of drama. Because she puts herself in it. Yes. Though. Making comments, mm-hmm. you know, when she's not involved whatsoever. So I think it's coming for her. Yeah. Especially that messy moment when um, Malaysia was on FaceTime with Tammy. First of all, I didn't even know OG and Tammy were close like that to hang yeah. out together. But it just shows like OG literally went out of her way to say well, I'm not the one to say this and that or start this. And you know what you're doing when you put that energy out there, right. especially to Malaysia when it comes on to her family. Right. So OG is just a whole no. OG can be canceled for me. Yeah, and I'm glad it didn't really go anywhere. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I thought it was going to go somewhere, but it didn't. Malaysia yeah. was just like, we have enough. So Yes, I love it. Yeah. Well, I haven't had enough. <laughs> and I can't wait for next week because this is the wrap-up of our show. Yes. Thank you so much, everybody, for watching. I am Brianna Cheyenne. You can follow me on Instagram at I am B underscore Cheyenne, C-H-I-A-N-N-E. And where can they follow you? I'm a Daisy again, and you can find me on Instagram at the number one, A-D-A-E-Z-E. That's one a Daisy. Amazing. Well, thank you so much again, everybody, for watching. And please tune in next week for another episode of Basketball Wives LA After Show on AfterBuzz TV. And this conversation piece will be back.
<laughs> Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.